Okay, so, well, here's what happened. I was chatting with Jacqueline from Nothing But Tech about another project, a secret project, something I'm working really hard on and cannot wait to tell you about absolutely as soon as I can, but we ended up on this tangent about iMessage for Android, whether Apple would do it, but more importantly, whether Apple should do it, even can do it properly. And since she's just way beyond 9,000 IQ, uh, I just had to share it with you. So hit that subscribe button and bell, and let's do this. Sponsored by CuriosityStream, now with Nebula for free. iMessage on Android is so fascinating to me because in some ways, iMessage reminds me of BBM on a BlackBerry, where BlackBerry had this service that back in the heady days of Wall Street, you either had to be on BBM or dating somebody on BBM. Like that was just the lifestyle. <laughs> and then they refused to, to branch out to go wide with it. And WhatsApp just ate their lunch. And then, you know, BlackBerry doesn't exist anymore. And now iMessage is just part and parcel with the iPhone and Apple has not put it anywhere else. They've put TV Plus and Apple Music other places. But how do you, because you use both ecosystems, right? You're using iPhone and Android. How does it work for yeah. you or not work? It doesn't. I have like two different numbers. So, and then a lot of people have both actually, because like, I want to be able to be reached on either, but I'm kind of like the type of person that will take two phones with me everywhere. So it's not like too much of an issue. If they like write me on my iPhone, I'll see it. But if they're on the Android phone, I'll see it. I think it would be really cool if they brought over an Android, but I totally understand why they wouldn't. I don't necessarily think that just offering the option would be enough. It would have to be like a really good experience on Android as well. And there's probably a lot of factors that go into like integrating it. So I understand why they wouldn't, but it'd be really cool if they did. Is there a stigma with green bubble versus blue bubble anymore? Or is that like an early thing that like the tech pundits just focused on? There definitely is, at least with my friends. Like if I, if they see that someone's green bubble, maybe they're a little sussed out or like they'll make jokes like at the expense of Android. And I'm like, Android's great. Like, and I don't really know how you break that stigma. I think it's just like Apple is so good at marketing that everyone associates iPhones with like a social status. You know, like, I don't think that even though the Note Ultra, like the Note 20 Ultra is super expensive, I don't think that my friends would see that as a social status as they would see like the iPhone 12 Pro. Like that's the only phone that they'll ask me about all year. I'll be reviewing like a million phones. And like when the iPhones come out, I get like a million texts a day being like, like, fill me in. Like, which one should I buy? They don't care about anything else. So Apple has like a stronghold on that market. And I think they will for a while. Like none of my friends, I think, would use Android if I, iMessage was on there. Yeah. It's more so for like maybe like you or me, like the techie person that likes Android that also wants iMessage. But I don't think like Apple's core audience would switch to Android if they could get iMessage on it. I think I've, iMessage worked or did work and continues to work because it is integrated into what used to be the SMS app. There's just one place. You don't even have to think about it. You go there and it just texts. And if the person's on an iPhone, it's blue. They're not on an iPhone. You know, like you're texting the plumber to say, where are you? And like, you don't have to worry <laughs> about whether they're on an iPhone or an Android phone or anything. It just it just goes. Yeah. And I don't know if they made an iMessage for Android. They'd have to do it as an app because otherwise it'd be like asking Samsung, uh, LG, can we integrate with your SMS app? And they would just put up their hand and say no. And I don't yeah. know if it would work if it was a separate app as well. Yeah, I don't think it would. Cause like if I'm on an Android phone, there tends to be multiple messaging apps that you can like use. Like you can use Google messaging or like Samsung, like they're, that's kind of in itself an issue. And then if you add a third one into the mix then you need to have like two messenger apps, like one for SMS, one for iMessage, I think it kind of loses its value. Like I think with iMessage, one of the biggest selling points is what you just said, like how easy it integrates. You don't really ever think about it, but I think for the most part it works really well. And also another thing that I really like that iMessage has is like the reaction features. Yeah. I use them all the time now, like the thumbs up, the heart. Um, 
if like you don't want to like respond to something but you just give it a quick thumbs up or you want to like add emphasis to the fact that you like a comment and you heart it or something that's actually become like a core part of my texting language and on android phones it doesn't show up that way it shows up as like jacqueline loved and then they put like the comment in quotes so they have to like figure out a way to integrate that so that i just think there's so many elements that like we can quickly be like, oh, uh, there should be iMessage on Android, but it feels like it's a lot more complex than just saying that. Yeah, and I wish they would do more of those too. Like, I would love a broken heart and the smiling, laughing, crying face as reactions. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, because sometimes it's not like a heart or like a... Th- or yeah. I would also like one that's like, not like a dislike, but like, yeah. that's not what I mean or like something like that. Like, I don't know how you would even do that, but I think there's opportunity for more for sure. That was one issue. Some people complain that it, you wouldn't be able to maintain security on Android just because Apple doesn't have the full level of security control that they have over an iPhone. But I feel like if you can get things like Signal working on Android, I don't, I don't think that's a legitimate concern. It would just have to be hardened in software and not rely so much on hardware keys. I guess like the manufacturer either Google or like Samsung on board. So it would kind of like require this partnership and we could see it, right? Like Apple and Google are working on some of the COVID stuff, cash tracing. So I feel like if the stakes are high enough, obviously they'll work together and iMessage isn't like a really high stake thing. But if Apple could incentivize a partnership where it makes sense, then I don't think it's unrealistic. I just think that there are probably so many factors. Like Apple's probably thought about it a bunch of times. Um, I would like they've probably gone through a bunch of different scenarios. And I don't think the only concern is a financial one, like, oh, would we lose users? I also think it's like, would it degrade our brand? Because I feel like for Apple, a huge part of their brand is like their reputation. And if it like doesn't work or there are issues with Android, then it kind of like reflects on them, even though it could be an issue on the actual phone. You, you did mention the finance though, and that I find interesting too, because Apple is historically not great at services and not great at cross-platform. And I think the idea of just adding a billion Android users to whatever servers iMessage is running on uh, is, is probably a, a big deal to them. Like, you know, like they, whether those servers would just fall down and cry, I don't know. But they probably do think about monetization. And I know back in the day, people were like, oh, Apple could just sell stickers, just sell sticker packs <laughs> and that would cover it. Or the people say like, do a subscription, you know, like you have your Apple One subscription or your um, Apple Music subscription, just do an iMessage subscription. And everyone on Twitter says, yeah, yeah, I, I would do it. Or, or at least some people do it. But I, I don't think a lot of people would find iMessage worth paying for because they have WhatsApp and Facebook and uh, Signal and Telegram and all these free options. Yeah, I think it's super easy to be someone in the United States and be like, iMessage is it. But I think that outside of the United States and Asia and all these other places, it, like no one really uses it. They're all using WhatsApp. Like WeChat in China too. Yeah. You're exactly right. The world is fractured in messaging. Literally, yes. But also like WeChat, I feel like is like the culture in like China and all these other places where like a lot of the commerce, like, you kind of need it. I don't even know if Apple did this, like how many more people they'd really be reaching. They'd reach a lot of people in the United States, but worldwide, they wouldn't necessarily, it wouldn't change. They may, a lot of the people that use Android that I know personally use it, like if they're in my life as like a, oh, I'm not an iPhone user. Like there, a lot of them aren't necessarily using it because like they think it's a lot better, but they like, they almost use it as like a reverse status symbol. Like a status symbol of like not being like with the crowd type thing. Like counterculture. So I don't, yes, exactly. So I don't know if then they'd be like, yeah, but let me pay $15 a month for iMessage. Like, (laughs) I just don't know what the, like if the market would literally just be like people that post tech reviews on YouTube and like maybe a little outside of that or if they would get like that huge Android market. Yeah, I feel like there would be like a half dozen people on, like our Twitter friends would do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they'd say like, you know, it's for it's for end-to-end encryption and all these things. And that's true. But I also think that maybe Apple could do the, the ultimate 9,000 9, IQ move and just make a special bubble color 
if you pay. <laughs> so it won't be blue or yeah. green. It'll be like, I don't know, orange or something. And then everyone knows that you're, you're either dumb enough to have paid a subscription fee for iMessage or you're like the ultra elite who was able to pay uh, subscription. That's actually so funny. Yeah, I, dude, I wouldn't put it past them, you know? I feel like they always do like just like things to keep that elite, like as they have to lower prices and kind of like democratize their products so they can get more people into the service business model, they still have to keep that premium brand name. Like a huge part of their appeal is that premium and appeal. So they kind of have to be like that ridiculous headline every once in a while to keep it. So I could totally see them charging like $50 a month to get a different color and having people actually pay for it. As always, you can find the full extended version of this chat up on Nebula. That's the streaming video platform I'm building along with education creator friends like Alex, the low-spec gamer, Jordan Harrod, TechAlter, Epos Vox, Real Engineering, Real Science, and so many more. It's a place where we can put up just exactly that kind of extended and bonus content without having to worry about demonetization or the tyranny of the click-through rate or watch time or algorithms or ads. And you can find full-length versions of my chats with iJustine, Jonathan Morrison, John Gruber, Walt Mossberg, Jacqueline, and more. Also, all of my videos, 100% completely ad-free, including Apple Talk, my new Psychology of Technology podcast with Georgia Dow, which has a bonus topic available only on Nebula. So what exactly does any of this have to do with CuriosityStream? Well, as the go-to source for just the absolute best documentaries on the internet, they love educational content and thoughtful creators. And so we worked out this deal where if you sign up for CuriosityStream with the link in the description, not only do you get CuriosityStream, but you also get Nebula for free. And for a limited time, CuriosityStream is offering 26% off. That's less than $15 a year and just one of the absolute best deals in streaming. So click the link in the description and get CuriosityStream for 26% off and Nebula for free. Or you can go to curiositystream.com slash Richie. It's a great way to support this channel and educational content directly for less than $15 a year. Just click on the link in the description or go to curiositystream.com slash Richie. And clicking on the link really helps out the channel. For a ton more on Apple in 2021, click the playlist above. I've got in-depth previews and explainers that'll tell you just everything you need to know. So click on that playlist and I'll see you in the next video.